anger from listening to shitty albums. I am angry. I am real mad. I'm real mad and I am mad mad. Hands. <laughs> Hello, Stobbies. <laughs> Welcome to another week of Make It Stop. Uh, the uh, an extra extra angry episode uh, that'll raise your br- blood pressure and get the hair standing up on the back of your neck and uh, make your intestines feel like a clenched fist. Yes, indeed, <laughs> a clenched fist with with just like a string tied around your wrist it's, and it's, just it's all red. It's, it's, it's kind of bright orange too even. <laughs> yeah, it's bright orange. <laughs> so with like angry, a, it's orange. It's, it's a fistula. <laughs> Literally. It's uh yeah, it's it's a metaphor for how we're angry but then we're also surrounded and shackled by a noose of our anger because right (laughs) because money because money (laughs) pay for our music (laughs) you flush it out you flush it out oh yeah we were talking about this in our in our original intro that we uh realized we were recording from the wrong microphone where we were discussing how this you know might be an allegory for constipation yeah right it's a clenched butthole yeah it's not a fist it's not a fist it's a clenched butthole yeah uncomfortably the collective clenched butthole of the band of America, really, of America, of America. <laughs> but especially of James Hetfield and that face that he has been making for the better Ooh. part of the last 30, 35 years. That is a face of somebody who is holding, <laughs> or he's just trying real hard to take a shit it's, and he just can't. He, it's it's he, for emotions. Forty years he's been trying to take a shit. Emotions, letting emotions out is like taking a fucking yeah. nice, a nice shit, right? And he took pay. a sh- he took a shit right all over us yeah. uh, with this album. He sure did. The That's... metaphorical toilet of America. Yeah. Oh, and and, and the, the flushing sounds too. <laughs> you flush it out. You flush it out. He did. Oh, this is how men have to. <laughs> These are the tools that we've given men to express themselves in the United States. Uh, in 2003, this this album that we're uh, that you might have figured out uh, is is Metallica's Saint Anger um, is really just emblematic of how 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 short the spectrum is of of expressions that we allow. <laughs> and this is the album he made after going to therapy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was during therapy. During yeah, during therapy. Banana this, stickers. This was like <laughs> pre-therapy therapy. And post-therapy. Slight post-therapy. Slight post-therapy. Listen, we're all going to need therapy after this yeah. episode of uh, Make It Stop, the uh, the show where we discuss terrible music uh, with our friends, local musicians, comedians. Today we have very special guests that we'll introduce right after we say our tagline, which is Make It Stop, bad music. Good times. There we go. Um, you already heard their their voices too, because uh, we're we're just such good friends. We just jump right in. <laughs> Podcast conventions be damned. Um, we go to each other's studios. Yes, that's real commitment. That is fucking real commitment. That's wild ass real, shit. Yeah. That's this is probably the first day our podcast has been real. I think so. Yeah. I, this I think is, this is the most legitimizing experience I think I've had. It's Do true. a podcast with other podcasters that came here all the way from Troy, New York. Troy, New York. We we have Maggie and Ashley here from the Rock Candy Podcast. Yeah. Hi. 
Yay. Hello. <laughs> it was all an elaborate ruse because we just knew drinking with you would be fun. Oh, <laughs> you thought right. <laughs> and we uh speaking of which, we'll we'll follow your lead and we'll talk about the beer that we're drinking oh today. Um, which we got from uh, Reliable Market. Shout out to Reliable Market. Still shilling for uh, underwriters. So Reliable. We do drink your beer pretty much every time we record an episode. We have uh, Lamplighter, uh, Cambridge Lamplighter Brewing Companies, uh, Major Tom, because there are some Major Toms. <laughs> some Major Toms, some very major snares. Oh, yes. some some minors. <sighs> some... Uh, um. uh, it's Woof. it's some really bad drums on this. Out. It it sounds like they recorded like everything on the ins like from the inside of an auto zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got in the zone. Right. <laughs> We're all in the zone. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not it's not good. And the, but. Uh, the other beer that we're drinking, which we haven't cracked into yet, but we will. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. We will. <laughs> sooner you probably. You put beer in front later. of us, we're going to fucking drink it. Yeah. True. Well, and especially because, you know, we have to listen to this fucking garbage. This is the new metal, you know, apologists podcast now. So <laughs> this, this is all we do. Is I, look, I, I know I've apologized for new metal in the past, <laughs> but like Metallica doing new metal. No. Wasn't God no. the best you can't apologize. There's no condoning that. You can't apologize. It's because, <sighs> because like it's so it just feels so wrong. For them to be doing these like mosh grooves, it's like that's not your lane, Metallica. Yeah. You know like, what you're are you good above at? this shit? Are you above it? Metallica. Like, they should be. They above should it. be, yeah. Yeah. Well, they you do should, have. They should quite be a above sub- sounding like Mudvayne. You know, like. <laughs> oh At the very least, <laughs> Jesus. That's the whole thing, though. That's kind of what make what like I always, um, like my experience with Metallica in the two thousands because I wasn't a big fan and didn't really follow them. It's just them being like holier than thou and very taking themselves extremely seriously yeah. and being above it all. Um, in a way that you know just made them seem like total dicks. But oh, know. they're total dicks. Yeah, <laughs> it's disappointing <sighs> at the very least. Lars- as someone who grew up as a Metallica fan, like before this came out, big Metallica fan uh, throughout little middle school, mostly high school. So to watch some kind of monster and have Saint Anger come out, I was like, ooh. All right. Yeah, yeah, and this was like very anticipated too. I remember for me because I was like 16 when this came out, and they hadn't released anything, any like a, a full album of, of new material since Reload. Right. So this was like, that was like what 98, 97. Yeah. It might have been 97. Oh, you're right. It is 97 because Load and Reload were I think supposed to be a full album, but they were like, oh, that's too long. So then they kind of broke them up. Yeah, because Load was 96. I remember that. Well, they I didn't had it on cassette tape. They didn't say, oh, it's too long for this album. <laughs> oh, sure didn't. No, well, they were making not. up for missed, for lost time. They said, well, it's been uh, six years, so every song needs to be at least six minutes. <laughs> Yo, yeah. eight minutes. Eight eight minutes is just enough time to go through fucking like six half-started song ideas and just stitch them together. And just repeat. <laughs> Like repeat, repeat, and by the way, no cadaver. guitar solos. Not None. a guitar solo to be found nope. in the entire seventy-eight nope. minute long album. Kirk Ugh. was heavily underutilized yeah. in yeah. this album. Kirk has one job, except in Saint Anger, where he had no job. Yeah, right. it's, it's just like in Lulu, where you know he just plays the same plotting like t- 
two notes the entire fucking time. Like it's like right. it's like way to totally misuse and then have way way too much James Hetfield. Like so he much front vocal. and center oh, in the mix. Oh my well, god, duh! He's I mean, gonna pop a vein. Like the entire <laughs> album is is a fucking aneurysm. It is. <laughs> Ugh. He has so many blood clots. Oh, Maybe that's God, why it's... he has that facial expression. Oh. He's just fighting those blood clots every day. Just trying to push him through his dude, veins. Dude, do some yoga. Like, fucking be an old man. Just, oh, like, man. settle into it, dude. Just like, chill. just chill the fuck out. Because, God, somebody get, you know, James Hetfield a fucking vape pen. <laughs> Calm his ass he, down. So... A little, like, current news on James Hetfield, that's, I guess, my life now, is he lives in Colorado, so he probably has a vape pen. He actually mm-hmm. has, like, a oh, ranch probably. yeah, and a farm, and he hates Hollywood, and he hates all that shit. But He's, like, Maynard noticed... with his, like, wine, his fucking vineyards <laughs> fucking and shit. Maynard. God. Oh. Dancing with his cats. <laughs> Just embrace it. Oh, my God. But Can then stop make... being a tough guy, you know? You're not. I want them all to make one of those old man buddy comedy movies. <laughs> yeah. Can they be, like, what is it? Roadhogs? Yeah, Road something hogs. like cats, wine, and ranch. Sure, cat wine like, ranch. One of them. One of them is you know the serious wine. dude with the wine. The other one's like the chill out dude with the weed. Somebody's the got his cat. Somebody's oh my God, gotta yes. be like the fucked up guy. Which one is the, the Tim Allen? Dancing, oh. dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought Maynard was the one who was like at fucking. Uh, Maynard Boston is the David Collie. Spade. Oh. oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> jungle to jungle, <laughs> featuring. All right, I don't know. This is. <laughs> we're all just fantasizing about another world in which this is bearable. So, <laughs> yeah, seriously, make that movie because I want to watch it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't watch the the documentary uh, Some oh Kind God. of Monster. I know I need to watch so it. Good. I hear it's hilarious. It's like some people Fantastic. say, "Oh, I hate it because you just see like these sad old men." I'm like, "Guys, that's it's exactly why I like it." Hilarious. The Larsisms, yeah, are beautiful. <laughs> They're and real I'm, life. Give lessons. us give Do you us have a an few. example of yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, first oh, of all, for- life is a constant birthday party for somebody else. Yep. <laughs> oh, wait. No, hold on. You have to give the context of this, right? Oh, so that, yeah. Because this is fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. I, I heard this, this in your podcast. Yeah. This yeah. part was not. This, it, it was an, as a bonus special on the DVD. Bonus. And, and hold on. On the DVD, it just says Kirk's birthday. And Kirk yeah. is my favorite. Because mm-hmm. he's the most. Let's let's be honest. He is the most chill. Like, he's like, whatever at yeah. this point. He's, he's just like. Comes in, shreds a solo, like and walks out. He looks he great in a sleeveless job. shirt. Yes, he does that's that's <laughs> all he you fight. need to do. That's yeah. that's bingo and fucking yeah. <laughs> metal that's band. That's like Metallica basics. Yeah. Look good in a in a t shirt or muscle shirt, yeah. and just do your job. Leave. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, and he does. He does it well. But so there's this bonus scene that says Lars's birth, or I'm sorry, Kirk's birthday, and. So I'm watching it, and it's, oh, they have a Hawaiian party for Kirk. And this is in the midst of they have a therapist. They're trying to make St. Anger. James just got out of rehab. Shit's real tight, real tense. And they're having this party, and everybody's having a great time. Everybody's wearing Hawaiian shirts, except Lars. Because Lars apparently <laughs> didn't get the memo that they were throwing Kirk a Hawaiian-themed birthday party. Which is also just so adorable. Like, And that's like a fucking, like... Right. That's like what you would do in like a in like a fucking cubicle office type of situation. Right. Like that's like hundred percent. Yeah, remember the last Friday of every month is Hawaiian shirt Friday. Oh my god! Like, well, I didn't get the email. 
Yeah, pretty How come much I that's didn't what get the Kirk email. Said. I'm gonna email. I'm gonna go soak by the Xerox but machine. It's, it's Lars, so he has that like Dutch accent. He's like, I didn't get the fucking email. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, 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 I really think uh, you guys should have really sent me the information. I uh, I had no idea. And so he just he throws. He doesn't wish Kirk a happy birthday. He oh doesn't have fun with everybody else. He goes into another a room. single balloon pops. <laughs> <laughs> he goes into like a low grade temper tantrum about it. Oh, to, their like, to the therapist. Gee, oh yeah, because they had it they had like a band had, therapist yeah, at yeah. that a point. Banana stickers therapist. Yeah. yeah, Lars has this temper tantrum and he says, you know, life's just a constant birthday party for somebody else. <laughs> and then he made it into an entire album called Saint Anger. Yeah. Wait, yep. no, the final, the end of that, the end of that statement is the other is the best part. Oh, uh, when life, he says life is a constant limp dick with the occasional blowjob. Yeah. Yes. 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 Oh my god. Uh, Lars has some choice quotes yeah. in that movie. I highly suggest watching it if you enjoy laughing. Yeah. The- I- I like laughing. And it, and it does. I, I don't laugh for. I'm not gonna laugh for the next 76 minutes of listening to this. I mean, I'm gonna laugh with you guys because this is how we cope with the pain of, of fucking struggling through. There are some funny vocal deliveries. Colonoscopy of an album. Yes, that's there's true. Some, there's some. We're funny, gonna laugh. Uh, but when I was listening to this shit for 76 fucking minutes. That you'll God. never get back. No. They, they they get no banana stickers from me. <laughs> so I was going to say, I didn't uh, I didn't watch Some Kind of Monster, but what I did watch was... Do you guys remember MTV icon Metallica? Yes. yes. 2003. That was when they had the special and people were... They had other bands doing their songs, yes. right? And then they were talking about like, oh, they have the new album. It's a big fucking deal. Right. That was the first time they... At the end of 2003, Icon... They played uh, Frenzy, uh, yes. and uh, that was the first time anyone heard any uh, Saint Anger material. And they only played like they only showed oh, yeah, like those... the first like two minutes of it, and then they rolled credits. And I, as a Metallica fan, was kind of I, I was kind of psyched when I heard Frenzy. It's the first two minutes of Frenzy. Right. I was like, oh, this is like more metal than Load and Reload was. Like this seems like it could be like pretty cool. And uh, I was wrong, and I should have known. <laughs> I should have. I should have taken the special as a warning of what was to come, well, because the bands they had playing their songs were they had Corn doing yeah, one, oh they had Avril Lavigne, Avril Lavigne doing Fuel, <sighs> and then after after she does Fuel, it cuts to like um, James Hetfield in the audience, and he was like, "Oh, it was pretty interesting that hearing my good. hearing my lyrics being oh sung by a female." I just fogged my glasses oh up from yeah. fucking like. Wasn't this preview when a lot of the critics started to be like, "Oh, wait a second, this isn't good." Cuz that's the thing. This this album came out, it still sold very well. Oh, it yeah. made a lot of money and but it But albums by bands that people liked always sold well right. in the early 2000s. Like uh, people charged they have charged to $19 for CDs and people bought them anyway. And a crazy clip because if they didn't buy them, they'd be sued by Metallica. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then fucking yeah, and and Lars Ulrich would come with a handwritten note, a fucking <laughs> scroll of everybody's name that's ever fucking downloaded a Metallica song and bring it to. Th- he was like the ultimate snitch, like oh, dude. He's the worst. And and like I listened to y'all's episode about this, and like you were, you know, you were right in the sense that like yes, like artists should be paid for their work, and like it's it's when you have a friend who's a sculptor who's like you know working hard to be an artist, like they should get paid. But the thing is, is that like 
they come from such a position of fucking power. Like they are, it's not just that they're millionaires, it's that their platform is insane. Like they can shit out a giant, like hefty, turgid log of an album (laughs) and have it get a fucking Grammy. Like calm the fuck down. Did they win a Grammy for this? They won a fucking Grammy for this shit because also the Grammys are trash. But you like who the fuck cares? But like, Oh, dude, it is an infection. And and, and they they took that and and you know, whined about it and yeah. complained and said, We're gonna, you know, we're gonna sue you for sharing our fucking music. Like, thank God. Like amazing. You're relevant. And it's hilarious how You should be grateful that people are fucking yeah. sharing this shit. Jesus. And it's it's hilarious how the <laughs> how the people that whine about this shit the most are the ones that are making the most money right. that have the biggest platform that are multi-million dollar, you know, arena sellers. And yeah. they're the ones that are bitching have nothing about this to more. lose. Like it, them and fucking Taylor Swift right. are the ones uh, that bitch and complain about it this continues shit. Today, but, Taylor Swift. Yeah. But there's still, there's bands that are so low on the totem pole that are like, no fucking download my shit. I don't care if you do it for free. Cause I want you to hear it. Right. Right. But slash like we make our money off of being innovative and be- right. doing tours and like, it just is a changing landscape and like, that's the way it is. And that's the whole thing is they sound like out of touch, fucking angry, get off angry my lawn gran- grandpas. <laughs> and, and that's the whole thing. Right. I mean, that's basically what our fucking podcasts are always about yeah. Yeah. is like, you know, the toxic white male, you know anyway fucking saint anger what an album we we have a lot to discuss and it is 76 fucking minutes long but is there anything else contextually that we want to you know paint the picture of this album and where it came from and why so do we talk about james hetfield coming out of rehab right right so while this is being recorded james hetfield is in rehab he can only he has to and then he like he can only record like a few hours from a day. like noon yeah, to he four. Needs to spend time with his family, so yeah. he can only record noon to four. Your kids go to school at like seven or eight. Come on, you can't have a regular work day, right? Yeah, you could. Yeah, they don't get home until three. James. So, so it takes a long time to record the album. It takes like two and a half, two years or something like that. Two and a half and years. And an exorbitant amount of time. Yeah. Uh, and what else is happening? James Newstead or Jason Newstead has Just been left. Uh, has left the band. He was a bassist. They don't right? have a new. Yep, yes. he was the bassist. Okay. They don't have a new full time bass player. Mm-hmm. They have their producer Bob Rock playing bass on this. Which I don't give a shit. I love Bob Rock. Bob what Rock, a great name. Yeah, for Bob a, Rock does have amazing, an amazing head of hair. Yeah, that's a beautiful head of hair. What were we talking about? The hair just oh, really uh, <laughs> we're swept just, we're me just away. We're contextualizing the Leave album. Bob so, Rock alone. So they're, they're all right. <laughs> Hashtag. So the band's got issues. Leave you know, Bob they're all in therapy. Rock. They have no full-time bass player. Their producer is also their ba- bass player. Like he's like chilling, like he's part of the band. Yeah, and then they um, get a and therapist. They're all in therapy, like during the sessions, yes. the recording and sessions. Then, the therapist is there with them. Yeah, and the therapist basically tries oh to join God. the band. Really? Yeah. Um, so you got Bob Rock kind of. and the therapist they both thinking they're him. in Metallica. They, they had to fire, fire him, him because they were like, "You're getting a little too clingy, and we're Metallica, and we're not about that." So <laughs> bye. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, listen, we, we're we, angry. We, we didn't uh, do we... therapy to get in touch with our feelings. Okay, <laughs> but, man, did they? Have it's kind to, of our brand. They actually had to like cope with Cliff's death. They talked to Dave Mustaine. Yeah, they, they went into therapy oh, wow. to deal with Dave Mustaine's feelings. Yeah, it's really choice. Yeah, Dave Mustaine can really hold a grudge for a long time. Huh? Oh, can he? He gets the award. 
I would 100% yeah. give him an award for holding a grudge. Dave Mustaine, uh, Heather's in case, just for context, is the guitarist of Megadeth, and he oh, yeah. was the original lead guitarist for Metallica, um, and he left the band like before they released their first album. And Whoops! He, and well, they he, kicked him out. They kicked him out. Yeah, they kicked him out. While they were all alcoholics, he was a worse alcoholic. Right? Yeah, <laughs> he was like wow. next level. Uh, it's like Courtney Love saying, hey, you're a heroin addict. Get out of <laughs> yes, my band. 100%. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> All right. So St. Anger released in 2003. Uh, and uh, we're going to get into the first song. Called Frantic. Oh, yes. This is the one I was talking about where I heard the first two minutes of it and I said, hey, this new Metallica shit might be pretty good. Yeah. It's uh, And then. How it's... young and naive you were, Mike <laughs> Dunn. All right. This is Frantic. So you just heard the best song on the album. <laughs> I think we might have done a better oh, job, by the way. You guys should be in a cover band. <laughs> Saint Anger That's cover band. Oh, man. I won't even go see your band. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, man. That would be the saddest. I mean, uh, just Saint Perturbed. <laughs> Saint Miffed. <laughs> oh, I like Saint Miffed. That's adorable. Oh, frantic. Frantic. Your death style determines... Do you remember in the documentary, they actually show the scene where they come up with that line, and they think they're fucking geniuses. Wait a second. (laughs) Sitting there shaking my head. Wait, what did... So... They would have this whiteboard where they would write ideas out. And And they show, like... This is, like, like, clips of the whiteboard, and you just... If you can pause it and read it, you're like, what are you doing? doing like <laughs> none of these are good bad. <laughs> also like why Wait, mean- why does metallica operate like a fucking dunder mifflin like fucking <laughs> like oh let's just throw some words at the, at the that, vision that board over here like why is it so corporate and weird a little thing called synergy so- yeah they were really trying hard for that synergy <laughs> this is this song it got me excited in 2003 at yeah. mtv icon because first of all they weren't using the uh the oil drums uh, yeah. He wasn't beating on a, uh, a trash flaming can trash can lid. Yeah. <laughs> when it starts, and I'm going to say this about the, I would say ooh, 75% of the album. Honestly, the bass and the you guitar look- is pretty good. It's pretty good. They're Because tr- if you compare it to what else is going on, you're like, well, at least there's guitars and bass. All right, I'll take it. Do you at mean on this, this song? Or, oh, this, this song there's, there's a couple. There's a couple other songs where I'm like, this isn't bad. This one I do. It could also be Stockholm syndrome. I don't know. <laughs> I do feel like there's a little bit of like an old, a like a late late era Black Flag sort of thing going on. What with some of the riffs on this song? I mean, you have to put it in context. It's real deep, because James is going my lifestyle, and someone whispers, "Death is pain determines my death style." Oh yeah, that's a rising it. tide. It's all the same. Turn to the other side. You have to have it. There's a weird whisper. There's contact. There's contact. There's whispering. There's a lot of weird wi- little There's whispers weird... going on in this yeah, album. Yeah, that's why you were like comparing one of the songs to Drowning Pool. Yeah. The guitars it's... are very detuned. 
Yeah. Like, that's not what I'm used to for Metallica. And the thing is, is that they argued, right? And you can see lots yeah. of interviews with them where they, they kind of, you know, respond to people's criticisms and say, oh, well, this was completely intentional. We wanted to express this raw emotion and we wanted to, you know, let it all out and, and uh, you know, be be frantic and be rough around the edges. And like, you know, with the drumming, which is really fucking bad on this album because they just don't use a snare. I mean, they don't, they don't actually tighten the snares on the fucking bottom of the drums. So it's just an empty, you know, for the the entire too is like, it's very like, uh, like blown out sounding too. You know, yeah, everything sounds like it's completely blown out. I feel like I'm, listening to like we're driving alongside an 18 wheeler when we came back from (laughs) nashville and it scared the living fucking shit out of us because one of the tires blew when we were right next to it oh my god i'm like this sounds like lars drumming on the anger (laughs) holy fucking shit yeah when the hubcap hit the concrete yeah (laughs) that is saint anger and the thing is is i can like understand that for like a song you know what i mean like i can understand that for like even a couple songs but for every single song like that's only that's like the laziest way to communicate rawness rawness is kind of a fucking synonym for fucking lazy there is just fucking no like differentiation between any of these songs no at all i'm trying to make the excuse of oh we wanted this raw sound we wanted this and we wanted to you know show what we're going through but you can do that without doing a 76 minute song what it also sounds, it sounds like it sounds like the excuse you make when you look at your old high school writing and you're like oh well i was in high school and i liked this boy and i thought this and my yeah. best friend like yelled at me so i had a day like that's what that sounds I like i had a that's day the kind of excuse this song again we contextualized it in that they had an actual on hand like therapist like throughout the production of this and it feels like james hetfield was like arrested for assault <laughs> and like forced into no this yeah, is, i would believe it I, well maybe yeah i didn't really look into it but like in this was his anger management course and he had to like express like write in a journal as part of his assignments and and he just was like scribbling off these like fucking you know i'm so mad that i had to take the bus well, in the rain <laughs> and like scribbling yeah like <laughs> and, and all of them, it's like these half-started ideas and then just turned into an eight-minute-long, like, totally disjointed, actually, really, like, a 76-minute-long song yeah. with, like, a hundred, like, half-started ideas. It sounds like they tried to write one song and got, like, 50 different parts to it yeah. and then just sewed them all together and they didn't really give a shit where they put them or if they made any sense, but they were sewing them together and... By God, they're gonna make a fucking album out of it. They did too, yeah. because yeah. like in like they also recorded guitar solos like separately. They had uh, Homeboy, who was the guitarist at this point, Kirk, Kirk Hammett. Kirk, yeah, okay, that guy, your favorite. <laughs> I knew this. See, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. It's okay. It's okay. Um, but the guitarist had recorded actual riffs and like actual guitar solos that were gonna be layered yes. into the album, and then they all collectively were like, well. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what would be like really edgy? What if we didn't have any guitar solos? <sighs> hey guys, remember when we cut all of our hair off and people rioted? <laughs> you know what Let's do it look? again. Yeah. yeah. Take it's, it even further. Is it, it were they just 
kind of trying to do like whatever people didn't want them to do like is that part of the therapy Maybe. you know like is 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 that is that part of the healing process <laughs> yeah, to be like <laughs> just shun everything the fans care about this is how you treat me at the end of all of this <laughs> oh, cool. this is what you're doing with my time yeah <laughs> don't worry i had eight minutes to kill for you metallica it's fine i'm never getting it back but fine, fine. the thing with killing Great. eight minutes i'm ready to write an angry album about how fucking angry this <laughs> album should write an angry letter about this angry album you, <laughs> Sing it in you could kill jigs. eight minutes with uh one you could kill eight minutes yep with creeping death, you know, like yeah. they have packed so much into eight minutes, you know, and in, in this and so little in so little in, in, in Saint <laughs> Anger, it's so unsatisfying yeah. for how long it is. And there's no yeah. climaxes. Again, it's just it's just fucking no hooks, it's no climaxes, no solos, and that's supposed to be we're supposed to thank them for their bravery yeah. and their edginess. You know, they're so brave for doing this new metal album. for taking the things that you're you good are at, so and so brave for underutilizing the best musician in your band yeah. i just need to thank you for that <laughs> right i was you're so welcome. sick of kurt solo it's you're not welcome. that it's fine yeah if there's anything that ruins a metallica song it's a solo from kirk hammett let's it be is. honest I here know. nobody it's wants that it's, no, it's, it's like the whole point of metallica is the riffs <laughs> and the solos like and what are we getting here no solos and riffs that are straight out of like a fucking mushroom head like reunion tour. It's like yeah. auto tuning Aretha. <laughs> oh, <no>. Just fucking <laughs> stop. Stop it. Can we go on to Saint Anger, the title track. Oh man. Yeah. Sure. This was, this was. Let me just remind the younger listeners. This was the single. Is this the one where they made the video where they Ooh. were in a jail? jail? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Edgy. So edgy. So edgy. So brave. Right. So brave. Anger, I hold my Flush it out. <laughs> flush it out. Who's, who made the decision that said, yeah, flush is the correct word for that's, this right now? That's like the loudest thing on the album, too, is just that particular line. You flush it out. I mean, we could have grabbed with the no, source, I don't but get... fuck it. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it all. Fucking no regrets. <laughs> Jesus. Speaking oh. of fucking loudness, though, when I was going to like cut up the tracks for this album and I was looking at the oh actual yes. waveforms, it is a brick. This song is a brick. It feels like a brick to the fucking back of the head. Like, you don't even know what's coming. And then it's just... It's a Bob Rock. It's a Bob Rock. It is a Bob Rock. Still love Bob Rock. Leave Bob Rock If only I had Bob Rock's luscious hair to shield me and cocoon me from this brick. Um, One thing about this song is that they have... The song has, like, four distinct, like, parts that just repeat, like, three or four times. Yes. And then each of those parts only has one set of lyrics. Like there's you do no, not have to. It's, there's it's no almost n- in the round, but they forgot to round it. There's no new verses. There's no. no new like anything. And it was interesting to me that when I went on Genius to look at the lyrics of this song, the way that they had like the sections uh, were arranged uh, with the following titles: pre-chorus, chorus one, chorus two chorus three and chorus four that's, that's not how songs is. work it's it's four, that's not how so- I, I, 
It's just four I, choruses and they each I repeat three times. I have a radical concept for you. That is not how fucking songs work. It's what? like they've never done this before. And you've been doing it for 20 years. Yeah, yeah it's sad. But can we talk about... But that's raw and brave. It's not. And dangerous. But you know what? St. Anger never gets respect. So would that... I never got any respect. Right. Would that make your anger Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> the whole song. I'm like, Rodney Dangerfield. Yes, this all makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Rodney Dangerfield of new metal. Oh, yeah. my God, it is. Oh. But all I can picture now is Rodney Dangerfield dressed up as a member of Slipknot, and I really <laughs> wish that happened. Oh, what would his mask no. look like? Oh. I just want spikes everywhere. <laughs> fucking spikes. Just don't get no respect. Do you know that fucking James Hetfield is angry, guys? Have you heard? <laughs> guys, I heard. Have you he heard this, this rich white man is... He's, he's so angry. He's, he's so angry. angry. He's a saint. And he he's never gets anger. respect. <laughs> he needs he to never tell gets you res- that. How can, how can Metallica say that they never get respect? They're like the most fond over metal band like ever. ever. Yeah. You know, they're what people think of when they think of metal. It's the word metal is in their band name. Like they <laughs> they have a trademark on it, essentially. Uh, what? Why is he so angry? And what does he have to be fucking angry about? Again, these are people from such a platform of power and like... It, who like yeah okay you went you went to rehab you have a tro- you have a problem with alcohol and you know you have things to be angry about he does say in this song this is kind of his like deep introspective song you know is it well is it really? kind of because he's talking about hanging himself with saint anger so i guess there's like this imagery saint anger is the news, of like okay. yeah like he, there's this imagery of like maybe a rosary or something the and it's noose is a rosary. The no- uh, anger is what's maybe killing him. he's angry right. about the fact that he can't come up with a decent metaphor <laughs> right Right. Oh, oh, this album is all mixed metaphors, it's dude, well, and like thing, and and lazy ones. The yeah. thing is, like old Metallica, like the lyrics were all just about like you know really brutal like stories, sort yeah. of. You know, like uh, it was always this like is... death, death, you know, like, death. What skeletons. Yeah, uh, and like you know Danzig. that was that was kind of yeah. when he was looking outside at the world and and saying you know here's you know fucked up uh, scenarios, yeah, uh, of brutality and. And and mayhem and and danger and shit destruction and like that was that was pretty cool. I mean that's what metal is supposed to be. Like that's that's nice. Self when he looks inward though, hand. when he looks inward though, it's like he's struggling so much to it just even rudimentarily terribly say like uh I'm mad. <laughs> yeah, dude, it sounds. It sounds like a temper tantrum. And I guess that's what they wanted it to sound like, right? Because they talk about this. Oh, like, oh, we wanted it to be raw, like a raw nerve. And we didn't want to process it. We didn't want to have choruses that, or, that made sense or like hooks in any way. We didn't want to have guitar notably, solo, solos. And we didn't want to use a fucking snare drum properly, you know, because we want to feel raw. And notably, but, they didn't touch up uh, any of uh, uh, James's vocals. Right. Which, well, they, yeah. which, like, which they, are front and center, as we purpose. said. Yeah. But again, a temper tantrum is something done by a toddler <laughs> like yeah. but this we... is like but what else do they have right I this mean, is the best he can do if not... he's if he's the therapist says like now tell us about what you're feeling yeah, yeah. like they're <sighs> at the peak of their curve at this point so they're making shit tons of money they can do whatever the fuck they want they're they they're going to record an album it doesn't fucking matter what it sounds like it's gonna do well and make them more money so what else do they have to yell about besides just having a downloading their temper music tantrum? Uh, illegally off of napster where they also fucking had a fucking temper tantrum you know, about yeah. you know what it makes me think of current eminem yes Aww. 
That's right, <laughs> and exactly, and it's when you've like made it, when you fucking oh. already made it, and you don't have anything to be fucking. Pit- you're not poor anymore. Yeah. You're not like you know scrapping. You're just going after the other streets white of Amos. Right. Yeah. What kills me at this at with this album is like they had so much that they could be inspired by. There was so I much know. shit going oh on, this- and it's like they chose to completely ignore it and just focus on the fact that they 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 were just pissed off at something else like right? that is so you true. could have you could have had so much to go off of it's yeah. a neutered anger dis- it's a neutered anger like divorce yeah. from any political context anything else that was fucking happening right. like the war in iraq right like the fucking and they wrote they wrote uh uh disposable heroes and and yeah. they, they wrote one and stuff like they have addressed war previously but now a horrible the war, war is actually happening yeah and they're like uh let's let's sing about how like i don't know I'm mad. As teenagers, they were more just thoughtful and aware of the world than they were as 40-year-old men. Yeah. yeah. It's like they, they really did choose to have their, like, petulant childhood whiny phase. Yeah, in second puberty. Second yeah. puberty. Midlife crisis. Midlife crisis, yeah. This is their midlife crisis. Yeah. Honestly, and, they'll be lucky if it's their midlife. And it's become it's my like, midlife crisis, know. just fucking trying to suffer through it like they wanted all of us to go through it with them yeah (laughs) should we uh, go to the next song though god please yes god all right uh this next song um is called some kind of monster not written well <laughs> this is when i wish you were silent forever <laughs> seriously that woof uh some kind of monster is an accurate title for the song yeah yes. some uh, kind of bullshit uh, uh, we should have known this was gonna be some bullshit this is another agonizingly long fucking song with like at least a two minute long intro Again, no solos. Nothing right. nothing fun happening at all. Nothing useful. Mm-mm. They have like yeah, they have like a 2 minute long instrumental intro and then they also play that part again later in the song. <laughs> hey, did you guys remember the intro? We're going to play it again. Yeah. We we just need to make sure it's 8 minutes long before we move on. <laughs> right. It's not, it's it's only 6, so let's do that 2 minute uh intro <laughs> again. But we're going to scare the shit out of you and make you think we're doing this song all over again. Oh yeah, in the end isn't there like a, a separate part okay. in the end? You think it's a new song, but no, it's still uh the chanting. The chanting, yeah. The lyrics the gr- for the chanting are uh. ominous. I'm in us. And it makes me wonder Realize, realize, realize Were the production notes like Parentheses, ominous Like to tell him Say this ominously Say I'm in us But say it ominously But instead he's saying Ominous I'm in us Ominous I'm in us I'm just singing it James It's like he just found out What a pun is He he fucked up He just found out What stage directions are (laughs) (laughs) Um, The delivery The vocal delivery On this song Is is like Almost like rap rock Like Yeah Yeah. I'm James Hetfield And I'm here to say (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, man. I heard actually that like uh, when James Hatfield was in rehab, the rest of the band was like trying to figure out what to do with themselves. And they had been collaborating potentially with uh, like Ja Rule. Like they were going to record a song. Yeah, this is this fucking thing. See, I did did my research. They did not talk about that any of the time. It was literally, it was like five things you didn't know about Metallica St. Anger. And I was like, oh, I'll read this article. (laughs) This is my kind of, my kind of clickbait. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So they were like, they, we could have had a methods of mayhem on our hands. But oh, we, <laughs> methods of Metallica. <laughs> yes. You did it. Yeah, dude. I don't know, man. Slow but clap. It was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> slow clap. We don't deserve that. So <laughs> put that slow clap away. <laughs> um. Also, like the whole like l- lyrical theme of. This is the thing that does the thing. Like, yes. That's the entire... It's, it's kind of a rehash of Sad But True, except he's saying this is the... Instead of I'm your... But also it's Th- such an overused lyrical tactic. Yeah. It's it's the most basic simile. Yeah. That you, it's like it's fucking ninth grade English class. I like, literally wrote this song when I was 13. Yes. And like... <laughs> Listening to Nirvana. This is the face that stones you cold. What? (laughs) (laughs) This is the moment that needs to breathe. These are the the claws that scratch these wounds. I think the biggest thing about this song that I really dislike is that nothing rhymes. And I know that's not the thing. You don't need to rhyme anything. But this is one song that demanded rhyming. And he doesn't do it. Because you have no no, other structure besides saying this is the... Yeah, and it, it it's sounds so, easy. so weird oh and God. so off. I'm like looking at the lyrics now, and it's so funny listening to it and looking at it are two different things because holy shit, it's all just this is the, this it's, is the, this and, is the. And, 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 and there are other songs there. in this yeah. album where he does some extremely forced rhyming, like really, really terribly Like you're forced. stretching it, bro. Yeah, and like <laughs> so you could at least rhyme on this one that again yeah. re- requires... I mean, that would require even just the most basic level of fucking... Trying? Trying. Giving a <laughs> shit. Guys, Some kind of monster. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't try. I would have given it to them if they tried. Ugh, and like the the this is the voice of silence no more. Wait, have you ever been silent? Like when were you silenced? <laughs> I wish you Could were you silent. be silenced? He was silent during Orion. Ugh. That's true. The fucking PC police always breaking me down, man. <laughs> this song is wearing a These Colors Don't Run t-shirt. Oh, well, it does have the... <laughs> these are the colors uh, that are we, we, the, we run. the people. Yeah. These are the colors that don't run. How does he deliver the line, we the people again? Because I remember he had a crazy... Yeah. Oh, we. It, he had like a crazy voice crack when it was like, we the people. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I'm like, this is almost. Nope. There it is. He fucked it up and right there. And you did it. <sighs> you know, you could have done a second take. Nobody I don't think he, could, he couldn't have. He had to spend time with his family. Look, I only have four hours a day and then I have to go spend time with my family. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the thing is this was a this is a band with resources and they like actively like tried to take those resources and throw them in the fucking garbage <laughs> just yeah. like right. make everything sound as terrible as possible in a million dollar studio multi-million dollar studio and didn't yeah. when like you have to try to do that just try it is like demo quality at times like and wasn't when they released this album and then people were starting to be like eh, this is actually really shitty didn't they try to kind of blame it on bob oh, of course they did yeah. they tried to blame it on bob rock who has produced 
How many albums? God, don't well, blame it point. on that angel. Although, I've got his, his heaven got, spun hair. <laughs> I've got a theory because Bob Rock will always be like in interviews. Oh, yeah, I heard this garage sound. I wanted it raw. This like he he will back it up. I think that Bob Rock knew this was shit. But after like 10 years of being just annoyed. He didn't even care anymore. Annoyed to hell by Metallica. He's like. No, guys, this sounds great. This is Bob Rock's Revenge album. Yeah. Bob never Rock's Revenge. This album should have been called Bob Rock's Revenge. Oh, that's great. This is the soundtrack to Six Flags Fright Fest. <laughs> <laughs> also, he says at one point, this is the burden of every man. Oh, we got oh, a little oh, white man's it? burden. I, oh, I, did, I did hear that. I clocked that one. Oh, I was going to say, so you guys as, as historians, as people who actually, again, do your research, um, um, occasion like much more than we do. Um, did he have like a heart? What was James Hetfield's life like? Do we know Actually, anything about I his will background? Say, I do know a lot about James Hetfield's. Okay, <laughs> I love I love to hear it. <laughs> so I will say, growing up, I feel bad for him. He was uh, raised as a uh, Christian scientist, and his mother died of cancer probably in her forties when he was in his teen years. Um, and it was really he was very frustrated by it because it was obviously something that could have been treated. But oh, because man. they're but Christian scientists, they don't believe yeah. in oh, doctors. So he had a lot of rage from that. And all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play devil's advocate for a hot second. So he had that happen to him. And Cliff died when he was in his early 20s. So, <laughs> right. So Cliff dies. And, you know, they never actually gave themselves time to process that grief. They immediately got Jason as a bassist. They kind of hazed Jason and put him through the ringer because they never grieved properly. So then they get this new bassist and they're like, you're not Cliff. Well, no, he's not. But... You're also 20 and didn't process your grief, and now you're just going to take it out on him. And you have a huge alcohol problem. They're huge alcoholics. And so James has this abandonment issue, an alcohol problem, and he's getting loaded on money, and he doesn't know what to do with his fucking life. I believe he was divorced. Maybe. I know, like, at least three of them had gotten divorced by the end of the Black Album. They all have mullets at this point. They're all, they all got <laughs> mullets. So... I think he just goes through the 90s just being a celebrity and like, huh, okay. And then his alcoholism just hit this ridiculous peak where he just like wasn't talking to anyone. He was just going off on these trips and doing shit. And then there's like, I should go to rehab. Let's get a therapist in here. And so I he think needed, and then let's so film he, the whole thing. Let's film the whole thing and then let's make an album. And like, that's the thing. And I think Dahlia said it best on our last episode when she was talking about, she's like, it just tends to be this thing, particularly with white men that I want to say, you know, thank you for <laughs> creating this. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you feel feelings and you did this <laughs> instead of being violent. So thank you for that at the very least. Yeah, but that right. does not translate to good music. Like it sounds like this was necessary, like therapeutically necessary for James Hetfield at this time. I, and and maybe this was very cathartic and maybe they all felt, you know, closer as a band and they, and it may, and, and it was a positive thing for them. Right. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, like making a, a, a collage and a rehab. <laughs> Or, or like whatever like deciding that you're really into jogging all or yoga like i'm glad for you but that does not translate into fucking art that i want no. to consume yeah. in any way i don't i don't, I don't want to um let lars off the hook either oh yeah. i blame a lot of this on oh lars. he doesn't a lot get of off it the was, hook for no. sure <laughs> if there's anybody i'm pinning this on it's, it's lars <laughs> ulrich yeah all right listen Let's we need uh, to get on the next the song, song. <laughs> <laughs> i think we're we're grasp we're grasping at straws oh my god and i'm executioner too projector 
longer than i thought it did <laughs> like most of this album oh hey guys remember how he couldn't rhyme on the last song he figured it injector, out projector what the fuck projector projector protector rejector infector stop projector Ugh. rejector infector injector defector ejector deflector <laughs> what get all right dr seuss <laughs> I, I don't even actually have anything to yeah, say about he has the to song. make up for the last song with the bad rhyming it's all about cleaning a house. Is that a metaphor too? <laughs> all right. I, I used a Swiffer. Clean my house. My dirty <laughs> windows. Oh my God. Yeah. This, and then he's deep, a jury man. and then he's a king. Yeah. He's mixing his metaphors. First it's, it's so many mixed it's metaphors. A house clean, it's house cleaning. And then he's a, then it's court metaphors. And then at the end he says, I drink from the cup of denial. <laughs> I'm judging the world from my throne. So he's a king in a house with a dirty window uh, and there's a, it's also a courthouse. Just the lyrics for this entire album are so fucking derivative. The Der- whole <laughs> thing is just like, he listened to, he just figured out every overused metaphor and just shoved it all into one, one fucking album. Cause it's, it's one song. I'm sorry. It's, it's it is. one song. It's, it's, one, it's song. one. It's just a stream of consciousness about his fucking, syn- you know, synonyms for anger yeah. and not a hook to be found. This one's got a little cowboy swing to it though. Yeah. That tin can cowboy. Lars swing. used two drumsticks on this song Ooh. instead of just one. Yeah, there, there is. He does <laughs> he really take the sticks off the snare for a little bit to do like a, yeah, like a click. It's like, I'm, on the rim. I'm gonna be creative neat. in this song. <laughs> That's the first time he's he, he like bought like he had never even thought to do that before. Bob Rock like, was probably like, you know, there's other parts to the drum, right? What? I thought I'm just supposed to supposed to stand up and just go. I love those Metallica early Metallica songs where the intros always got like a few of Lars just going. Like with tennis, Lars was a mediocre drummer. Oh, yeah. oh shit! Yeah, Lars sucks. Lars sucks. Lars sucks. The beginning uh, process for any song is they go in and they get on the mic and they just do riffs with their mouths. Yeah, they just get in and be like, dun, 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 dun. like that's how this song started. It was probably isn't Lars that, doing that. Isn't that in Metalocalypse? That, that is in Metalocalypse. That is one hundred percent in Metalocalypse. <laughs> It's all Lars's fault. Yeah, it's, fuck no, Lars. no, fucking Christ, no! Everybody needs to take responsibility for this fucking album. Like this is including America, because like, <laughs> what the fuck? Again, this won a Grammy in the year of Hey Ya. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Two thousand three is actually let's a great think about, year for let's, music. Let's think about what's happening in I music would say in two thousand three. Probably the last great year of music for like ten years. It was we had a two thousand three party. We, Heather, we did where we played a, only songs from two thousand three, right. and they were really good. They songs. They were great songs. Uh, I what don't else? Really remember that year. What were they? Um, I remember that uh, AFI's uh, oh album came shit two thousand three. Yep. I love that. Yes, that was a great yes, girl. album. Yes, girl. That one, and I was really into a perfect circle. Still am really into a perfect really. circle. Really, mm-hmm. never um, got into them, but 
I think Lateralis was the last Tool album that had come yes. out. That came out a few years Not ago. Not a Tool fan. That was like 2000. I'd say I think, I'm a though. casual. That was Tool a while circle before fan. that. Yeah. I'm a bit of a casual. R- I love a perfect circle. I, I, I What's know. a casual tool? <laughs> also a good band name. Yeah. Casual tool. You are uh, getting a just lot a casual tool today. with no. a couple of blowjobs. Yeah, just, just casual. That's Lars. But yeah, it was a good year. In, uh, you know, uh, Get Rich or Die Trying came out in oh, 2003. Yeah. Uh, that Kylie Minogue song. Uh, you know the one. I can't get you out la, of my head. La, la. La, la, That's what you're gonna go la, hard la, for la, in 2003. That song is great. La, Wait, that was 2003. I'm pretty sure, yeah. 2003, Crazy in Love. Oh, yep. that was a good song. Mm. Came out. Um, oh my God, Evanescence. Evanescence, yeah, oh, bring me to life. So listen, there was, there was, and get low. So wait, low. they won the Grammy over Evanescence? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Fair. I can't wake up. I can't wake up inside. <laughs> I never wake up. I, I don't want to wake up for school, Mom. <laughs> right, so 2003 maybe is not as good a year for music as no, I thought. No, maybe but. not, maybe not. Listen, we head into clubs. So anyway, shall we move on to the next song? <laughs> yeah, let's do yes, it. Yes, please. It's probably time. This is, um, this is called... Um, Invisible Kid. Invisible Kid. Oh, oh yeah. my favorite. The theme song to the television series Invisible Kid. Don't come for me. But I kind of like the song. Invisible kid, I'm the invisible kid. <laughs> because can't see me, I'm the invisible kid. He's like a superhero. No, I think it's got a good baseline, and I think out of all the songs on this album, James's vocals don't offend me as much as they do on other songs. And also, again, maybe Stockholm syndrome. It's you know this one's weird to me because this is the one where the guitars are tuned the lowest. Yeah. This song is in drop A flat, which if you know anything about guitars is fucking insane. Yeah, that's like, why. That's if you get a seven string guitar, the seventh string is supposed to be B, and that this is lower, lower than, than that. that. Like yeah. on a six string. That's too much. So uh, They're breaking and then all the rules. over over these like <laughs> guitars. There's him doing like Sunny Day real estate vocals where he's like, (laughs) and maybe it's because he's doing that instead of like projector erector, (laughs) (laughs) inspector gadget. (laughs) But I, I feel like if you cut this song in half. It would be much. It would be actually a good song if you cut it in half because it is also what another eight. It's another eight minute. I I had a note here where I'm like. this outro is ridiculous. And then my next note is, oh, I thought it was the outro, but they have to repeat all the earlier verses again. Again. They basically repeat the song, which I'm like, you didn't have to do this. Would this album be good if they didn't just keep repeating everything? Like, yeah. if, it, if, it, it would be, it would be if a half, all three minutes long, would it still be good? It would be a 25 minute album. And yes, it would be better. It would be so It would be better for the better. simple fact that it was a 25 minute album. I think it would hold up much. way better. Yeah. I, I think it would still be bad. I just think this is that much worse. Nobody's saying it would be better. Like, good. It's not like two <laughs> thumbs up. It's like, oh, I can listen to this and not want to just like down the street instead of across the street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> listen, listen. Um, do you know that James Hetfield hurts inside, <laughs> and, he hi- and he hides inside? <laughs> Suspicious of your touch, but I don't want no crutch. 
but it's oh all my. too much. Oh. <laughs> this is really Again, it's like baby's first emotions. Like it's like <laughs> I'm pointing at a picture of what of sadness and or anger. Like the mad face is how I feel on a scale <laughs> oh, of no. 0 to 10 on the pain face rating i feel like some kind of monster shouldn't have had like actual james hetfield or actual actual lars ulrich or whatever on it it should have had 13 year old boys Ugh. playing them and that would have been that would have been far more As representative puppets. of yeah, who was like, making this album you don't yeah. need a 13 year old to play the part of fucking james <laughs> hetfield because he's playing the part of a fucking 13 year old you don't need a 13 year old to play lars ulrich because he's his tallest one Oh, Ooh. shots fired. Pew, pew. Real talk. <laughs> Real. But he's really short. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's shorter than Danzig. Ouch. I think there's, he's like 5'2". There's two. a common denominator yeah, here, kids. All right, song. we're going to go to the next song. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Look out, motherfuckers! Here I come! Sucker! <laughs> you gotta really like exaggerate those sucker! Sucker! <laughs> you could do. <laughs> <laughs> you could do James Hetfield's job for him. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's you know I've always aspired to be James Hetfield. Uh, Have you? It just it just. Uh, <laughs> Tell you know, us about that. <laughs> uh, the guy's got a great life. He's got a great. Um, he's a millionaire. He right? is. He's got a, rich. He's got a great uh, set of mutton chops. He does a fabulous mutton chops. Uh, you know what? No, Good I point. no Good fuck this. I don't. Dude. No, I have not aspired to be James Hetfield, <laughs> but I do think I could do his job. Of course, yes. yeah, you could. Just get me a, a, a Gibson Explorer. Get me up on stage there. I I, I got the stance. Uh, I'll, I can I can grow a beard like that. So. All right. James, take a break. <laughs> Have just a stand Get off on stage. Also, uh, like this fucking song, my world, like it's it's my world now. Like, it, wasn't it always your fucking yeah. world, James? It, like, please tell me how it's more your world now. <laughs> God. It's really like a junior high school student wrote these lyrics. But like when I heard, quote, it feels like it only rains on me. I immediately was like, oh, Lars clearly wrote these lyrics. Yes. <laughs> like, that is 100% a Larsism. Oh. It only rains on me. <laughs> it life's a birthday party, but you're not invited. <laughs> and you have to lip sit alone deck. and it's a lip deck. And then more weird whispering on the song. Oh, My yeah. favorite part where it goes, not only do I not know the answer, I don't even know what the question is. Also, fuck, then stop yelling. <laughs> Why are you yelling and at listen me? listen to hear the question. I don't even know what the fuck you're saying. I'm sorry. I don't know what the fuck you're saying. You're just, I don't know what the question is. You're just talking over me, James. This literally trying to tell you what the question is. What is the question? <laughs> and like the, the, the motherfucker's got me in my hair. Motherfuckers. He, a, lot of, a lot of talk of the motherfuckers in this song. Yeah, he's it's trying. It's my world. And these sons of bitches. You can't have it? <laughs> we this, never had it. I didn't want it. You've always had it. it. 
People like James Hetfield. It's it. The world was made for you. It was served up to you on a silver platter. No matter how tough your childhood was, I'm sorry. Like your version of rage is already like the subtext of society. So like yeah. you're not like this isn't rebellious. No. I will say it's Lars whining. Ulrich has top credit on this the writing for this oh, song. God. <laughs> you called it. I just looked Carson. it up. When I was listening to this, I was like, this sounds just like one of the other songs but like just like and i was like is it is it some kind of monster or is it, or is it saint anger oh my god all these songs oh my god all these songs are the same oh my god all these songs are 100 percent the they same song sound no, exactly you're right. the same you're right though it's i think it was dirt it sounds like dirty window a little bit it's got that cowboy swing again is it is it like dirty window or is it like some kind of monster or is it like saint anger which one was the one that went boo doo 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 is that invisible all kid was them. that the last one all know. of just, them did because that this one also sounds like boo doo doo <laughs> There's three rings. Hey guys, I wrote another song. This one goes boo doo doo. Instead of boo doo doo. That's Lars in the studio. Hey guys, I wrote a song. <laughs> I'm going to riff for about 45 minutes and then take what you're you going to take it and we're going to put it on the album. <laughs> this is this is fucking asking to speak to the manager in musical form. <gasps> oh, yeah. Politely, not not asking, not a, no, asking. No, 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 no. Not asking. Demanding. 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 I, I demand. demand. I hear from your supervisor. I was supposed to have 20 nuggets in this box. <laughs> um, there was only 18 I counted. Someone, my name is Lars, but someone spelled it Lurs, and I'd like to speak to your manager. <laughs> I am writing a negative Yelp review as we speak. Uh. <laughs> negative Yelp review. <laughs> There's some like... It's Saint First World Problems. <laughs> That's what this shit is. <laughs> it's just, it's again, it's this like misdirected, like mediocre, white rage turned up to seven fucking teen and, and like through a new f- new metal filter because that's what they were listening to at that time right. yeah like relate to the kids right yeah. now look uh, <laughs> so has like this drummer with like a clown mask and he plays like just barrels and i want to play barrels for this album i want to play barrels let me play barrels <laughs> next song oh, can we go to the next song <laughs> this next one is called shoot me again <laughs> yeah please you can say that again. Yep. Shoot me again. Shoot me again. I ain't dead yet. Come on, shoot me again. I ain't dead yet. Come on, shoot me again. Shoot me again. Shoot me. Shoot me again. Shoot me again. Come on, shoot me again. Shoot me again. Shoot me. Shoot me again. Shoot me again. Come on. All the shots I'll take. Spit back at you. So for this song, I'm picturing action hero James Hetfield in the climactic scene of a movie, <laughs> and he just got shot in the chest, and the bad guy is standing standing over him, pointing his gun at him, and James Hetfield sits up, and he grabs the gun and pulls it closer to his chest, and he says, shoot me again, I ain't dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> so James Hetfield the bad, is and Rambo. The bad, guy, the bad guy is just an anthropomorphized bottle of Jameson. <laughs> Or, or Dave Mustaine. <laughs> or, oh. or the Napster guy. You know, the false ending in this song is just cruel. When you uh, think dun, it's dun, dun, over. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like, no, wait, I thought you were done. Damn it. Well, that's the whole, like, 
shoot me again. I ain't dead yet. This oh, song ain't dead yet. They think we're not dead, but we shoot are. Shoot it to put it out <laughs> of its misery. Yeah. Like, so like the drums are like the bullet. This song needs hitting. to be put to sleep. So this is sleep. a metaphor. This is a metaphor Would you of say the song. this album is a metaphor? God. Terrible metaphor. <laughs> Uh, next <laughs> uh, speaking of metaphors i wonder if uh all the shots i take i spit back at you is that a double entendre not a, just about getting shot but also about how he drinks so many shots so that he pukes them at you oh that's his superpower <laughs> that's, that's the invisible kid superpower and projectile vomit all over anyone at a whim yes <laughs> oh my god god it's just the worst but yeah, uh, next. I think next. Yeah, yeah, there we, <laughs> I got yeah, yeah, we can next that. Yeah, shoot me again. <laughs> Ooh, she holds my hand And I lie to kiss my Use what I want to get what you want Use what I want to get what you want Use what I want to get what you want Use what I want to get what you want If they knew what the fuck they were doing, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I this is the only uh, like there's three songs I like on this album. I'm considering it's Frantic, Invisible Kid, and Sweet Amber. I think at least they're different enough to be interesting in comparison to everything else that's going on. Again, Stockholm Syndrome. Well, this is like that classic Metallica sound I've been looking for, and by classic Metallica sound, (laughs) I mean it sounds like it could be on Reload. Yeah, it does. Oh my god, it does. There's there were some points on on Saint Anger where I was like, this 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 sounds like Kitty's first album, but done by a fucking annoying white dude. <laughs> oh, like annoying white dudes heard Kitty like I could do that. I could do that. I could I'm do it better than Kitty. I'm gonna show you. But yeah, this one I, I did. Uh, I I kind of like this one too. It was fine, it was dude. Like, I mean, I this one this is, is about alcohol, this, right? Like this, sweet well, Amber. They all, they Actually. All are. So the lyrics for this song started to come out, and you see it in the documentary again, Some Kind of Monster, because yeah. they had to do some stupid uh, marketing thing, and they really didn't want to do it. They didn't feel it. They were like, this is stupid. We don't want to make... I'll give them credit for this. Like, we don't want to make our fans fucking have to call in or do this stupid shit just to do X, Y, Z. We don't care. Wasn't it for a radio station yeah, or something? Yeah, for some radio station. And then they are like, well, we got to do it, because the label's telling us to, and uh, James actually said, you know, wash my back so you don't stab mine. And it's like, oh, it's about it's about label. Wash fuckery. your back so Wait, you don't what? stab mine. Ooh. And that's where that came from. I thought it was just about booze again. You would think. I mean, maybe it is that too. Or like about like an ex girlfriend you know named Anger, Amber. Amber. You know Saint what? Saint Amber. You are pro- <laughs> sweet Amber. Sweet. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, is there a parallel there? Because they kind of sound the like the word same words. Oh, maybe Amber sweet Amber is Saint Anger's girlfriend. Bird. Yeah. If this was, the, if they make the His musical whole about this, jaw is like it's it's wildly unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> it I sounds lo- like he could put I his whole fist in his mouth. I love, I love he James should. Hetfield's he ridiculous really jaw gyrations. Like, oh, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like a lot of that shit is great. Like Sweet early Metallica, fucking sick. Well, that yeah, that like is the shiver up your spine after you've taken a, a beautiful dump. <laughs> 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 
Well, I do have to say that compared to the rest of these songs in this album, this one is a mercil- mercifully short dump. Uh, this one is <laughs> one of the few that's less than six minutes long. It is. It's like, what, five something? Uh, yeah. This- no songs are less than five minutes on the entire album. <laughs> no, they are Like, literally. You know, I went back for a hot second and compared um, Reload, the first song from Reload to the first song from St. Anger, mm-hmm. and the first song from Reload is Fuel. Yeah. Which is like... Hey! But it's it's quick, but it's driving, and it's interesting. There's guitar solos. You're like, yeah, all right, I'm ready to go. Like, say what you want about Reload. Like, there were a few good songs on it, Fuel being one of them. Mm-hmm. But then you get to St. Anger, and the first song is Frantic. And at first you're like, yup, I've been here for seven minutes where where are you going with this right there's no conciseness to it at all you know like and i don't think there's a song over i think five fifty six minutes is the limit on the songs and this is like the complete opposite right (laughs) this is it's it's crazy how they felt that that was the the move though that they were like oh yeah that part we gotta do that three more times (laughs) yeah especially because even with new metal um artists at the time they didn't have super long songs no this isn't fucking no. progressive metal no. that we're talking about here you don't need a, a Prog new metal is yeah. the worst combination of things would you say that this album is, that is just the prog mo- new metal prog new, oh, oh this was like the beginning no, and the end of a new metal genre it doesn't <laughs> progress though it's yeah, just it long it's, it's just true. it's just the same thing long metal the long metal <laughs> long metal that's the genre metal, metal. Yeah, no, no, drone metal is good. Like I'll oh. t- I'll take some uh, Sun O over this <laughs> Dur- dirge right. metal. But that's Tur- but again, way that cooler than it is. Was so much Tur- more badass. Metal. Butt metal. It's butt metal. It's butt metal. Yeah, it's butt metal. That's it. Labeled that's it. it. We're yeah. done. And we got it. Listening to butt metal gives me that unnamed <laughs> feeling. <laughs> oh. Segway. This is that song. <laughs> I'm gonna take a wild fucking guess, and I'm gonna at, I'm gonna guess that the unnamed feeling is anger, Metallica. It, oh. I said it was the feeling that must not be named, gassy. <laughs> <laughs> this album needs to be burped. <laughs> this song is wildly bad. This is maybe the worst on the album. I, yeah, that riff is so ugly. That and before that, it's just so boring. Yeah. There's nothing happening. And it's like almost like borderline let the bodies hit the floor. like. But not. It's like you're trying, but you're not even really trying. Yeah. And then he he's like doing Kid Cudi vocals in the, uh, uh, in the, uh, mm, in the feeling <laughs> takes me away. It's the beer, but your James impression is getting <laughs> really <laughs> good now. It's- Unlike on this album. His vocals are actually getting better yeah. throughout the episode. Right. You can really, you can really hear the. Maybe lack James of Hetfield could use a drink. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, ouch! He does say, "Can't you help me be uncrazy? Uncrazy? <laughs> help him be uncrazy, please." Look at a thesaurus. <laughs> Someone clearly. Well, they probably did. 
They probably didn't realize uncrazy is not a word. <laughs> it doesn't. So they couldn't look it up in the thesaurus. What? Dude, uh, this is like a wall of text from an ex at 3 a.m. <laughs> oh like God. six months after you've broken up. Like, why did you need me? <laughs> Can't you help me be uncrazy? I just have these feelings. I'm frantic in your soothing I don't really arms. I feel this way. <laughs> I cannot sleep in this down-filled world? What? <laughs> yeah. Down-filled? Down filled. What does that mean? It's like filled a, it's like a duvet? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds comfortable. Ooh. Unlike anything on this album. He just needs a comforter. Oh. Just swaddle needs- up, James. Guys, <laughs> 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 I feel like we're Da Vinci. I feel like we're Da Vinci coding the St. Anger <laughs> album at this point, trying to find like the trying secret to- treasure. It's, it's, this the, is his it's the nurturing therapy. that he never got from his mom. Because <laughs> he never, she never gave, got him vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. At least he didn't get polio. I'm really Wait, bored at this point in the album, by the too. way. Like, yeah, it, I'm done. It's really, at this point, it's just, it's such a slog to yeah. get through. You know, it, it, you, you kind of can't believe how long the songs keep going at this point. Well, I think the lyrics in the song say it best. Get the fuck out of here. I just want to get the fuck away from me. I rage, I glaze, I hurt, I hate. I hate it all. Why, why, why me? <laughs> yep. Bravo. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> All right, let's move the fuck on to right. uh, the next song here, which is mercifully the second to last song. This is uh, Purify. song and then he starts going purify blah, blah. And i'm like nope you lost nope. it you lost me lost i'm it. done <laughs> you know over. alcohol affects your voice alcohol i don't know why we drink a drug. i don't know why we drink in podcasts but whatever but when you get out of rehab i know why we drink <laughs> that's true. there there are reasons yeah but when you get out of rehab you would assume someone's voice would be better not worse hey, right? he has less lubricant now yeah. Pure if I purify. Oh my god. Drop this, the mic, guys. I'm done. This isn't <laughs> the first time he's done that. Ominous. Ominous. I'm in us. I just wanna fucking bash my face in right now. Also, hey guys. Shoot me again. Hey guys, I wrote I wrote a new song. It goes It's the Jaws theme song, but like a Metallica riff. That's great, Lars. We'll put it right here on the refrigerator. <laughs> and then every, we need to layer over some lyrics like truth and dare, peeling back the skin. Oh what kind of skin are we peeling back? <laughs> yeah. is, this, we, is this a foreskin? Literally a 13-year-old teenage boy. Cleansing? These lyrics. Yes. Acid wash, ghost white, ultra clean, want to be skeleton. What? <laughs> what is he saying? Want to be skeleton. Um, that's on my... Diamondize. Trip, strip the past of mine, my sweet turpentine. Oh, my God. oh Jesus Christ. Stop it. God. Uh, this is where your your podcast title makes, five makes so much sense. Just stop. Make it stop. Five-year plan. Five-year plan. Want to be skeleton. <laughs> Step one, acid wash. 
<laughs> ghost white? Peel back the skin? Ugh. This is like really bad directions from something you get off of Amazon. Oh my God. from China. Can you imagine the Ikea directions? Peel for back how to skin. A skeleton? Bleach white. Peel back skin. But it's just in pictures. So for it's like, pictures of people for peeling back their skin. And it's like called like Skeletogen. My only note was barely a song. Barely. Skeletoboggin. <laughs> All right, this is the final song on this Yay. album. Woo! We've done it. We're excited. We done did it. But it's a doozy, friends. It is, though. So. It's a special one. So this is all in my hands. All within my hands. Or all is in my hands. All is in my all within, hands. All within my hands. <laughs> all he is in my hands. It's all within my hands. <laughs> all right. Then <laughs> <laughs> I pull your leash. ASMR oh recording if, all the whispers. If we ever needed to know what James Hetfield sounded like when he orgasmed. Oh, uh, at least there's finally a climax on this fucking oh, shit. album. Although, can you and imagine? Not with a bang, but a whisper. Oh. oh. Took him fucking long enough. Uh, that's that's probably, what she said. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, this song's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this gives me... This gives me like Lulu vibes of just like it's just too bonkers like yes. to not that enjoy was 100% a little bit. What I thought I was like, this is exactly where Lulu came from. Yeah, was yeah. this fucking song right here? Have you have you both listened? Like we both listened to Lulu for our show. Have you right. listened to Lulu? I refuse some of it. I was- am the table. That, you know what? The meme and just the meme is good enough. If you know that, <laughs> honestly, I it's all downhill meme. from the meme. As you know, somebody it's who did listen to. to that album. Like it's interesting to listen to this after after dealing with Lulu. Dealing with because <laughs> it's like dealing like with I, shingles or like <laughs> you know like it's something it, you suffer through. You have to just it, it's a rash like it's boils all over your skin. I felt like Lulu was was tedious, but after listening to Saint Anger, like Lulu at least Lulu had the same problem where the songs were all too long and it was too repetitive uh, and terrible, and, and like there weren't really any guitar solos. Um, and Lou but, Reed sounded like he was Lou, dying. He did. <laughs> he did. He was a scary skeleton man. Uh, but he became skeleton. He peeled back skin. <laughs> he did. Well, he, he, James Hetfield was just like Lou. Teach me how to be skeleton. Want to be skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> and Lou Reed was like, "Let me tell you, I don't just the thing." Uh, but that uh, Lulu, at least, like, even though it, it had a lot of the same problems, like, it at least was like just out there and just weird and they yeah. just they just went for something like even though the execution was left a lot to be desired it was like they were going for something ambitious and different and with 
with St. Anger, they're giving you the same, like, bloated songs, but, like, it's not out there. It's not experimental. It is just very, right. like, derivative of the fucking new metal contemporary shit that other people were doing. That Honestly, Metallica should have known all along that they were better than. How, right. Why did they need to stoop to that level? You know? Yeah, it was like the only thing they, they know, had <laughs> over yeah. the rest of that was like they know, you know what they do best, and we got none of it. I <sighs> think if they had done what they normally did, I think initially it would have been panned, and people would have said like, "Oh, Metallica's just doing the same thing." But I think it would have aged better. Whereas when Saint Anger came out, we're like, "No, this is cool. This is great." We got older, we're like, "New or uh, Saint Anger was appropriate, I guess, for the times." Yes, but they should have known that new metal wasn't going to be around forever. It, this wasn't was a maybe the death of that it. Point. It wasn't a genre that was going to stick around for a long time. Yeah. If they had done well, what- apparently Mike Dunn thinks it's great and timeless in 2018. <laughs> so. That's rap metal. That's different. Is it? Uh, is it? Look, let's not get into this right now, okay? But I will say, like, new metal is going strong too. I mean, we just did we did Hinder before. Oh my! They're God. still doing their thing. Oh, no. Like, just because they're still doing their thing does not mean it it's, has no, aged but well. It's, right. it's not aged well, but it's like popular in the fucking boonies of America. Like, it's the only rock music that still sells records on major labels. Huh. That uh, makes me sad. It's yeah. so oh, it's very sad. sad. As a human. Well, it's, it's, but you have to think about the fact that, like, the people who buy CDs in America at this point are not people who are tapped into what's new and current yeah. in music, you yeah. know? So there's an article where this guy from RedBull.com. RedBull.com. I guess Red the, Bull has the articles. fucking pillar of journalism. Yes. They were saying, oh, this is what metal's supposed to be. Well, they were saying, About St. Like, Anger? Yeah. Yeah, they what? Were, <laughs> he was saying that the point of that was metal, a little John. What? Yeah, he was basically saying no. the point of metal is it's supposed to be dissonant. It's supposed to sound like crazy shit. It's supposed to make you uncomfortable. It's supposed to jar you. the The sound of it is supposed to be against everything you know. But and and so because that's what metal is. Yeah, we need groundbreaking the, um, shit like yeah, because, fucking because that's what metal is. Saint Anger therefore is the best metal album. There is a difference between being uncomfortable because you're watching Schindler's List and you're like, "Oh shit, this happened." And being uncomfortable at a Thanksgiving dinner because your crazy uncle is saying like, "Trump's the best yeah. president we've ever fucking had. He's <laughs> yeah. done more for us than any president ever this has." This is like it's not exposing me like to, gr- George... to the grim realities of life. It's exposing me to the like temper tantrums of a grown fucking right. man who should exactly. know better. Yes, dude. This is George W. Bush, like, hanging the Mission Accomplished banner like, yeah, on like, that fucking aircraft. You are watching something that <laughs> Which you also feel probably actively happened. embarrassed about. Yes. You, It makes you feel embarrassed because you're listening to it. I feel like I've been tasked with something that I didn't ask for. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, this is this literally is trash a cans. trash can. Compost. What I will say about this song in particular, All Within My Hands, there is one lyric that is actually probably the most honest lyric within the entire album, and it's, Love is control. I'll die if I let go. Ugh. Because here's the thing, and I will give... He was having a lot of familial issues. Not only that, but James Hetfield is known for, like, somebody, and he said to himself, I choke something because I don't want it to leave. Like, Well, that's what like, he did with Jason. That's what he did Yikes. with Jason. That is a nightmare. <laughs> that's what that awful? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that's that awful? That is the 3 a.m. wall of text. Like, come on, baby. I really <laughs> yeah. want you to come back but that's with the thing. me. Is he feels this is like- Brett Kavanaugh fucking screaming <laughs> like the, the timbre of a white man experiencing oh. con- like consequences for the first time yeah. in his fucking life. Like, I yeah. liked being 
beer. I still like beer. <laughs> Don't you like beer? I've never been blackout drunk, though. Never in my in life. In my entire life. Never. But it's not. I've never been blackout drunk. <laughs> Sweet Amber. Oh St. Anger is Brett Kavanaugh. Sweet Amber was referring to my yes. girlfriend named Amber. It wasn't beer. She was just my friend. She was just my friend. I really friend. respected her. This is definitely a breakthrough he had in therapy with yes, him this, saying literally this. This was a breakthrough. Which is like, triggering for the rest of us. Yeah. It's the rest not... of us are like, ooh, that's not great. But he's yeah. like, oh, it turns out I'm really bad at relationships because I'm afraid you're going to leave me. So I just squeeze yeah. you like Which is something you. you really need to I'm fucking like, work on. Yeah, like lennying the rabbits he... of your relationship. Yes. That's why he's got to keep us around for 75 minutes. Just oh listen to. Yeah, just listen to fucking listen. And I'm going to strangle you for 75 fucking minutes. Let's that's... assign a value to it right. numerically. We need, a, we need a, a quantifier. quantifier. You guys get to choose a thing that we're going to measure them as from a zero to a negative five, zero being true neutral and negative five being the absolute worst. Fucking horrible. Really terrible. What are we measuring it in? Yeah, yeah. we need like a quantifier. So, so we can for, measure it in like banana stickers. I was going to say banana, banana stickers <laughs> or Mars bullshit sandwiches. <laughs> we should do bullshit sandwiches. There's a scene where Lars is having a hissy fit and the whole time he's eating a fucking sandwich. With his microphone. With his microphone literally on. in his mouth while he's so chewing. Like, so it's just like open mouth. I'm really sorry that I made that noise in the mic. He's like, <laughs> no, it's he, He's like, in, he's having a Lars hissy fit and he's like everybody else, he like pushed everybody else out of the studio so he could fucking shove the sandwich in his mouth and bitch about them. So he's talking on the mic. To, on the the fucking mic. sandwich. He's, he's <laughs> eating the sandwich and French fries. He's like, I'm just gonna sit here and stew in my anger and my self flowing loathing all by myself. And literally, he said those words. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, literally in between mouthfuls, <laughs> saying this. Like, with his, and, chewing oh with his mouth open. Also, when you watch the documentary, be prepared for gum chewing constantly. Constantly. Oh nice. That's my I can't wait sound. to watch this fucking documentary. Yeah, but also, um, they bring his dad in. They bring his dad, who is the famous Danish tennis, tennis player. player, and you get... The, it's brief. It is so brief, but you get so much. You completely understand why Lars is the way Lars is oh when no. his dad is around. Because everyone's like... Your son is like this fucking amazing drummer in this amazing metal band. And he's had so much success and everybody just loves him. What do you think? And he's like, well, he's not a tennis player. Oh, and it's my like, God. Yeah. All right. That's Lars <laughs> oh, dad. No. All right. Got it. Fully Ladies understand why Lars. Mr. Ulrich. <laughs> Mr. Ulrich. So <laughs> zero so, to negative five. Or disappointed dad. <laughs> disappointing bullshit sandwiches. Oh. oh. Disappointed dad comment. Oh. All right. So what's your so what's your rating? What's the one you give it from zero to negative five? I'm gonna have to go with like a. I don't even know, like negative two. I'm not giving it a negative five because I get enjoyment out of making fun of it. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's fair. That's, that's, that's fair. fair. That's I totally think that's kind of why we gave Lulu like we gave that like a negative three because it, it was funny. Because it was <laughs> funny. Yeah. yeah. It was this at is, least funny. This have, is a little bit funny. Like I have gotten so much entertainment out yeah. of talking about this album. It's really not good i never want to listen to it ever again no. but 
I have gotten so much out of talking to Maggie with it. I'm talking with you guys about it. That's enjoyment right there. <laughs> that's that's true. entertainment. That is. Listen, that's, that's en- why you should no, like, that's rate, what and subscribe I <laughs> <laughs> to our fucking like, podcast. So I'm not gonna. Do. I'm not gonna go a full blown negative five. I will go solid negative two point five. All okay. right, sounds good. Down the down the middle. Yeah. And actually, I was also going to give it a negative 2.5 Lars bullshit sandwiches. Right. We've gotten so many good memes. There's so many good memes. It's funny. And I do, I can still listen to three of the songs. Be like, all right, I'll usually switch halfway through them. But like, I can listen to them. All right. And you're right. It's not the most offensive thing. There are worse things that could have happened to me. But like, this isn't a great thing that happened to me either. No, and it is abusive. So let's, I'm gonna I'm gonna go r- riff off of that and say I gotta give this a negative three point five because yeah. of the fact that because because we gave Lulu a negative three. Thank you for bringing that back. Uh, because this shit is it's abusive. It's bad. It is like I'm glad that it was healing and cathartic for James Hetfield. <laughs> was it? Um, though? But like yes, also like where are? Yeah, like it's not my job. I wasn't hired to be your therapist and no. give you fucking yeah. banana stickers. <laughs> <laughs> for like expressing yourself in the most fucking rudimentary like fucking again obvious obvious metaphors and mixing the metaphors so that you can't even stick with one or like, or like say anything profound you're like you know i'm like a bee buzzing around your flower like it's so everything everything on this album is so derivative it's so Completely. derivative it's childish it's it, again it's like a temper tantrum and like a, it's a 13 year old who's found like a men's rights activist website <laughs> oh, and it's oh like God, no. you know what feminism is cancer you know what i mean oh. like i just can't with this I can't give it like the riffs. There are barely any riffs to speak of. Um, The lyrics are fucking terrible. Um, It isn't it isn't like so atrocious to listen to. Again, if the songs were cut in half, Uh, I'm going to play against type here and and say, I think I must have had a much harder time with this album than any of you, because I I I thought you were going the other way. I think this is one of the one of the worst albums I've had to listen to for this show. I'm giving it a negative four point five. Wow. Maybe just as a Metallica fan, I just feel so hurt by this. You know, it's, it's really you were slighted. I, 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 especially in the context of what had happened before this, they had already pissed people off enough with load and reload and uh, going into the blues rock shit. Which, like, you know, listening back to it, like, it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine, but it's like it's still not what you want from Metallica. So well, rather than when expectations are high, yeah, they're so far to fall. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. go even fucking further into 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 the in no man's land with this. With the just the detergent chugging like detuned riffs that don't have any of the feel or the soul of like what you would expect from them or, or, or want, ever want from them. What no is awareness. Worse? What is worse? My when God, it's like trying it to write a five paragraph essay on why you learned your lesson. Is from this, dude, is this the Brock Turner of albums? Oh, no. Oh, my oh God. God. No. Oh, 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 God. I might have to change my... Oh, I'm uh, going to negative three. I'm going to negative three large bullshit sandwiches. Yeah. This is the Brock Turner album. I'm not going to lie. I didn't look at it this way, but now that I am, I'm like, oh. 
like, oh, this it's is gross. This I feel is even worse than we thought. We just thought it was a really bad album. But it is still funny, it's, though. It's still fucking Guys, it's still it's funny. It's still fun. That's to right. That's why I'm not it. giving it a full negative five, because it is <laughs> kind of funny. There's no <laughs> I am the table on this fucking no. album. No, Lulu's definitely... If, you're, if you have, want Bonkers Metallica... We flush it out. If you want bon- a Bonkers Metallica experience, you got to listen to Lulu. Lulu. Lulu will stick with you in, in ways where you're like, that... You know what? That just tickles me a little bit. No, there's nothing to tickle you here. It's just an you assault just feel on violated. your eardrums. Wow. Glad we came full circle with our very special now. guests who came down here from fucking Troy, New York. Fucking To be Troy. violated by James Hetfield and Lars Ulrich. I'm all right with it because we made fun of it. It's true. We did a really yeah. good job. I, I want to thank our incredible guests yes. here. Ashley and Maggie from the Rock Candy Podcast. You need to check them out. They go deep into rock music history and they tell incredible fucking stories you guys do your fucking research i i love your show so much so do you have some upcoming episodes or anything else that you want to plug for us and definitely tell us about where we can find you on the internet and all that Um, shit for november we're actually doing a lot of listener suggestions yeah and then we're kind of just doing whatever after that yeah kind of december we'll have a couple more episodes we actually might take a quickie break before the new year because mm-hmm. I think we've earned it. I think y'all are allowed. <laughs> and in two weeks, you'll, we'll be back with a Ska episode. Woo! Yeah. Whoa. We love Ska. I hate Ska. I, like I love Ska. 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 You've got a 50-50 split it. right here. I like Ska. Fuck Ska. Ska's terrible. All right. All right we got to wrap this we up. Gotta wrap. We're wrapping this up. We'll s- we're having too much fun. We'll, uh, it's so much fun. We will see you next uh, hey, time, Hey, listen Stoppies. up for us on uh, on Rock Candy. But if you haven't listened to that episode already, you should listen to come it back now. and listen to it. Yeah. 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 Uh, go to our website www.rockcandypodcast.com and just follow us on the social medias just look for Rock Candy Podcast yeah. there we go we're fun and, and you- follow us on uh, at Make It Stop Cast is our Twitter handle and Facebook and uh, Instagram and we're also at www.makeitstoppodcast.com we're on Stitcher and iTunes and Spotify and all of those other places where you get your podcasts Check us out. Subscribe. See you next time. Bye. 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 Oh, my God. We're a mess, and I love it. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.